Hello, Saubona, how's it, Molo, Jumbo, and welcome to the Every Nation podcast. We hope this message will inspire you and draw you closer to Christ. Enjoy. Father, we come before you, Lord. We bless you. Thank you so much, Father. It's just an honor to be your vessel, Lord God Almighty. And right now, Lord, let your voice speak. Let heaven speak to us in the name of Jesus. Let your word come alive. Let your word refresh us. Let your word guide us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We trust your word, Father, nothing else but your word, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that let every ear be attentive to your voice. Let every heart be silenced and attentive to heaven. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Church, one of the things God has been saying over the past two Sundays is God wants the best for us. And we are not called to, peop- to be people who lack. We are not called to be people who suffer with things. We are, not, we are called to be people of abundance at all times. You know, we are called to be people who, who give. You know, we are called to be people who overflow. And that's who we are as Christians. And if there's anything that I pray that we get this morning and as we wrap up, is there is more out there. Do not settle for less. I mentioned the previous Sunday that I love Kayam Teto's song where he says, in me I will not settle for less. You know, because there's more. There's just more. You know, imagine if, uh, imagine if your father was probably the president of the country right now. Man, you, you, you would live life like you've got it. You just have to do a speed dial and the bodyguards are there. You know when tea is giving you problems. You know, have you ever been shaked by tea after church? Uh, tea Mabanda after church? You would want some bodyguards to come. And this is the same thing with God. You know, God is like a speed dial. You know, it's like he's just there. You know, how, if, 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 if your father on earth is there when you need him all the time, how much more is God? How much more is God? So we have, we, we have this life as Christians of living an abundant life. But now it is up to us to access it. It is up to us to access it. And that's what we're going after this morning, that how do we access this life? How do we stay in this life? And how do we live a life of abundance? How do we live a life without fear? How do we live a life of courage? How do we live a life of boldness? Amen. So uh, I, I, was, I was communicating with a friend of mine. Uh, I'm always communicating with friends, hallelujah. And uh, so this friend of mine was just telling me how sad she is and that she's just lost her job and she didn't win the case with the CCMA and back and forth. And at that time, when she shared that message with me, it, my heart started sinking. You know that you're... Ish, okay, you are married, one salary, child, Joburg, how does that tire? So my heart is sinking, you know, I imagined my life like that, if that would happen to me or my wife. And we've seen a number of these happening to people where they lose their jobs and so forth. And at that, at that point in time, it was on Wednesday, when that happened, I think it was a split minute or a split second, but I just felt a word from God. And I was reminded of Joshua. I mean, I was reminded of Joseph. You know, when Joseph was sold by his brothers and when Joseph was put in prison, when Joseph became king, a governor, when his brothers came uh, in, in the last chapters of Genesis, he's like, no, what you did, you meant to harm me. But God intended for good. And immediately that's what came into my heart and that's what I started sharing to her. At that point, I was like, no man, this thing, we are going to speak life into this thing because it is so easy to be swallowed by it because I can relate. Flesh to flesh we can relate, I've seen it, indirect or directly, but at that point in time, I felt an awakening in my spirit was like, no, 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 we're going to speak life in this thing that God has plans for you that do not look in what you see, but look at what God wants to do. Amen. And this is what happens, not to say I am any better 
This is what happens when we meditate in the Word of God. This is what happens when we, 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 we are there to encourage. We are there to speak life. We are there to speak healing when we meditate on the Word of God. We do not meditate on the Word of God on the spot. When this thing is happening now and you're like, oh, let's meditate on the Word of God. No. At that time, you are pulling up everything that you've been reading and you are speaking that thing. So when we meditate on the Word of God, we are like, okay, meditate behind me. Meditate, you've got me. Meditate, you've got me. By the time you are meeting with someone who needs encouragement, man, you just pull up and then you just speak life. And then I'm depressed, I'm stressed. You are too stressed, too. you are too blessed to be stressed. Hallelujah. And no, no, you are too spiritual, you. No, but that's the truth. You see, because when you are speaking life into a situation where there's no life in the eyes of men. Sometimes this does not mean that we are blinded by what is happening. It doesn't mean we are ignorant of the pain and the suffering that someone is facing. It does not mean this person has not lost their job just because you are pulling a word. It, it means, yes, that's still there. It doesn't mean they are not feeling the pain of, of the, 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 the whole anxiety of studying and all of that. The reality is there. But the truth is, God will never leave you nor forsake you. And then you pull that out. So that's what happened. And immediately when I did that, I felt so energized. It's like there was just energy in me, and I felt like calling her, and I was like, no, that's too much salt, you know? <laughs> Texting was enough. You know, you know when you've got that thing, and you're shabaka rig, and you just want to keep going and going, and, and God was like, okay, so that's enough now. That's enough. So this is what happens, church, when we meditate. We pull that word that is needed at that time. No, I don't know what I'm going to say if we meditate. God just reminds you of that word. Amen. Amen. There was a friend of mine. Um, uh, yeah, let's leave friends for now. Next slide. Hallelujah. <laughs> Next slide. So there's a quote by Steve Maraboli. It says, God's word is not just to be heard and repeated. It is to be breathed, lived, and emulated with each action. So, so when we meditate, as I was saying, yes, we can see that there's a need. Yes, we can see the pain. Yes, we can see the lack. But meditation, meditating in the word of God, it brings the real truth into the situation. So our first verse today, our opening verse in the book of Joshua, it says, Joshua 1, verse 7 to 8. I'm going to need you to participate with me today because this is very critical and this is very personal to you. So, where I've underlined, I will ask you to accompany me. Be strong and very courageous. Let's go. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Let's go. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. Pause, pause. That you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law, let's go, always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Thank you. So that you may be careful to do everything in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Come on now. Can you we, can we read that last line? Then, then you will be prosperous and successful. Okay, can you make it personal? Then I, ne? then I will be prosperous and successful. Let's go again. Then I will be prosperous and successful. Now, what we are reading here, it is not different to what God has been saying to Joshua in Deuteronomy when the guys were still in the wilderness. They still have not reached the promised land yet. They are about to cross. And this is what God says. He says, be careful. Now, when you think of be careful, uh, I tried to look at a picture, but I cannot find it. But be careful, it means um, you could fall anytime. Just watch. 
You know, when you grab that ball, when, when they grab that ball today at 12, uh, I'm not sure if be careful features in there, but be careful you might just drop it. Hold it so tight because you might drop it. Be careful. You know, for, for, for a cyclist, when you're going down a hill, be careful. You might just bump onto that uh, small rock. You know, when you are surfing, uh, like my mother, uh, be careful. You know, a shark might just come. Huh? Be careful. You know, so, 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 so this is the be careful we're talking about here. It's a be careful that we can relate with. And then it says, do not turn. Do not turn. Do not turn. Next slide, A.V. Deuteronomy 8, verse 2. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness. Say wilderness. These 40 years, so we remember the wilderness, to humble and test you in order to know what was in your heart. So we said here just briefly that we go through the wilderness because God wants us to see what is in your heart so that you can take that which doesn't glorify God. You say, Lord, help me in this area, right? Now it says here, he wanted to see whether or not you will keep his commands. Okay, to see whether or not you will keep his commands. Amen. Next slide, Deuteronomy 8, 3 to 5. So I want you to sketch something here, the importance of obeying and meditating on the word of God. Because if, if, if we don't do this, then I think we will, we will take longer to see the life that God has in store for us. I don't believe that life begins at 40. Amen, Amen Pastor, when you were 40, when? You know, I don't believe life begins then. But life begins when we fully understand the word of God and apply it, then life begins. That's when life begins. So, amen. Thank you, Lord. So, I'm not going to live my life at 40. I am... I'm not sure where I am now, but I, I know that the Lord is working in me. But my, my, what I'm trying to say is, life will not begin when I retire. Life will not begin when I'm 35. Thank God I'm not there yet, you know. But, but point is, life begins now. God is like, Mdanam, I want you to have this thing now. And it is up to you in living this word how soon you can get there. How soon you can get there. Deuteronomy 8, 3 to 5. It says, he humbled you, causing you to hunger, then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known. Now, listen to this. To teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word. Say every word. That comes from the mouth of the Lord. Let's go there again. So let's read that underlined part again. Say to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And this was the purpose of the wilderness, to teach them. Have you learned that? Have you learned that? Have you learned to live on the word of God? I, I don't think I've mastered it personally. I, I've not mastered it personally. There are times where living on the word of God is like, it's, it's embarrassing. Like what Ref was just saying here, it just makes you bazotin about, you know. But there are times where you just, you, you become so finished in living in your own strength that you know what, let me be embarrassed. Jesus is still Lord, it's fine. Jesus is still seated on the throne. You know, I had the pain of, Living the car I was driving to the car I'm driving now, it dealt with my heart. Yo, it dealt with my heart, guys. You know, it sorted me so well that God was saying, Yam Danam. Now I want you to see what I've been trying to tell you all this time. You know, I had to leave this car and I then realized that, hey, man, in this car, at that point, I only realized then that there was status built in this car. But when I was driving it, I didn't see it. I didn't realize, man, it feels good to be big in a big car. You know, I see you. 
you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not changing a I'm not changing a gear. It's an automatic, so I can have coffee. Like I can I can just do anything, you know. I can like Alona, it's okay. You know, I don't have to change any gear. And then there are times that come where Lord is God is like, chap, we need to fix your finances, you know. And this is what I need you to do. But I'm like, Lord. But I'm like, Lord. And at that time, God was revealing in my heart that check, you were so attached to that, you would not even see what I want to do with you. So, so this, is, this is then what happens when we meditate in the word of God. That it channels us and it leads us to a place where it can embarrass us. And then this other time I was going home, I was taking a taxi and I left my car because I love my wife. Uh, you must love your wife when you are married. Um, so I left my car. So I get home, and my mother is like, no, take a, take a car, take my car, take my car. What will people say? I was like, mama, it's fine. It's fine. Jesus is still Lord. You know, Jesus is still seated on the throne. I will have those business meetings. They won't see my car. They won't accompany me to the parking. Amen. I will say I'm still waiting for someone. You know, but, but, and then I will walk out, and then I will probably take a cab. You know, I won't have to walk with my left. But here's what I've learned here, that when we then live in God's commands, and when we then live on the word, it will not suit you. It will not be about you, but it will be about what's inside of you, what God is busy with so that you can get to where God wants you to be. And God has dealt with me in that area. And I bless him for that, and I thank him so much. Amen. And this is the same thing with us, church. That sometimes when, when we have to do this word, it will inconvenience us. But I can't do this. No, I can't say no to this. I was remi I'm reminded of this time, the time where my manager, I love my manager, guys, and please understand that, uh, but there was, there was this time, it's just that I think it was probably my journey where God was dealing with my heart, where he, he, he was ex I was expected to say something which was not true. Yo, I boiled. I couldn't. I couldn't. To an extent that before the meeting, like when I was about to present, I had to walk out. And I called him out. I was like, I can't. I can't. I can't, and he looks at me, and I'm about to cry, and I'm like, I'm going to cry at work now. And, and then he looks at me, because he's like, you have to. You got us in this place, you have to. But I can't lie. I can't lie. And he walks away, and I'm like, Lord, what am I going to say? I walked into that meeting, and I said something completely different from lying. And I think I said, we will revisit this area. For now, I need us to focus here. <laughs> That's how I avoided the whole situation. That's how I avoided the whole situation. And the peace that filled my heart, the peace that filled my heart at that time. So my point is, when we meditate on the word of God, it drives us. It leads us. And we are, by, by the time we're done, I am going to share with you how to meditate. Because to some of us, it's new, this thing. Meditate, meditate. Should I go to the ocean? Should I go under a tree? What must I do? I don't have a tree where I stay. I'm staying in a block of flats, but there are many trees on campus. So which tree must I go under? We're going to talk about that just now. Next slide, AV. So it then says... Uh, Okay, Joshua 1, 7 to 8. Next one, A.V. Deuteronomy 5, 29 to 33. Oh, that their hearts would be inclined to fear me and keep all my commands always. I'm going to go to the last verse, the underlined one. It says, so be careful to do what the Lord your God has commanded you. Do not turn aside to the right or to the left. Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land you will possess. Now, this is God 
talking to the Israelites before they were in the wilderness. I mean, while they were still in the wilderness. Before they were about to approach. So what we see in Joshua, he said it before. And the same God, he then sees a need to say it again. Now he is saying it again just when they are about to cross. And then he reminds them, do not forget what I had said in the book of Deuteronomy. Next slide. Deuteronomy 28, 1, 2. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands, I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. Please read this with me. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Now, I am not selling blessings here this morning, but I am reading the word of God. And the word of God is saying they will accompany you. Now, I don't know how blessings accompany you. I look forward to a time where I'll see them on my side, blessing, blessing, while I'm still blessed here and I am just moving. I think I do have a glimpse of this where you look at the life you have, you're like, how did I have this? How did this come to my life? Yo, that, 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 my parents, my siblings, my work, this, God in my life, the healing, how did that happen? And you look at what God has done and you're like, I don't see how I could have done that without God. And I think that's the moment when blessings accompany us. They just come without you even doing anything. But because when you are just meditating on God, the Bible says all these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Deuteronomy 28, 13 to 14. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. If, say if, you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I will give you this day and carefully follow them. You will always be at the top, never at the bottom. So I was asking God as he was just taking me through the scriptures that, Lord, what is this thing of being on top and not being on the bottom? Because sometimes we can be so lost in translation thinking that we are all supposed to be CEOs, thinking that we are all supposed to be presidents, thinking that success, as defined by the world, you need to be a vice president of a company. But God has a different image to that. You can be an administrator and still be successful and prosper. You can be some, an engineer and still be successful and prosper. You can be a businessman and still be successful and prosper. You can be a minister of the word and still be successful and prosper. So what is this prosperity and success that God is talking about? It is you living your destiny. That is the success and the prosperity that the word is talking about. What has God called you to do? Where has God called you to be? Wherever he has called you to be, there you will be successful. There you will prosper. Has God called you in the marketplace? There in the marketplace you will be successful and you will prosper. Has God called you to work for the municipality? Praise the Lord. There you will be successful and you will prosper. Has God called you to work for the government or the whatever, all these companies? There you will prosper and be successful. Has God called you to start an NPO? There you will, be, you will prosper. So prosperity, it is you living the life that God has destined for you. Amen. Amen. So if God said, study this, I pray that he said that. I know that I didn't hear him saying I'm a study engineering, but I know that he worked it for my good. Hallelujah. So if God said, study that, then in what you have studied, you will prosper and be successful. If you are so good, so my point is, let us not define success and prosperity as the world defines it. Because if we do that, amen, if we do that, we will be caught up in the patterns of the world. 
When God is saying, did you see that verse? It says blessings will accompany you. Now, when, if, if you look at how the world does things, you have to work to get a blessing. You have to work to get a blessing. You, you have to prove yourself that you deserve this. But God is saying, no, no, no. When I just obey my word, I will take care of that. Many of you here are sitting, you've got testimonies where you've been in places where you don't even qualify to be there. Where you are not even worthy to be like, Lord, Lord, Jani, how did I even get here? And God is like, yeah, I, I got you there. And you can do it. So, amen. So, my prayer, church, is may, may, may we be attentive to that. And the only way for us to do that it is to meditate on the word of God. It is when the word defines us. I am playing music because God wants me to do this. And I'm going to prosper in music. I'm going to prosper in that keyboard when I play it here. Because God wants me to prosper into that area. And this does not mean, because the mistake sometimes we, we, we make, and sometimes our parents make, and sometimes we as parents make this, is because so-and-so was a doctor and there's a high rate of employment in this area, then we go that way. The next thing, you're so frustrated, you're a qualified engineer, and the next thing, you're not getting this job. But people are getting it, but when are you not getting this job? And then you got your B's, you got your C's, you got your A's, but you're not getting this job. And sometimes we end up following a track that we're not even supposed to follow. And now we are so consumed with the frustration here such that we don't even hear God saying, please turn. Please turn. Please turn, my child. I just want, let's turn this thing around. I know you've done it. I know you've passed. I know you never heard me in the beginning, but please turn. But now you're so consumed with this frustration that, but this thing was supposed to, I didn't sleep. I don't, don't know, I didn't sleep. And God is saying, please turn. Amen. Let's turn, let's take it. Let's turn, and then we're going to get there just now. Yeah. And so when, when, when we then define our success and prosperity, the world defines it. We can be so consumed in the frustration. You look at the unemployment rates, you are frustrated. You look at people getting sick in a certain province, you are frustrated. And you're like, Lord, how can you bring me in Joburg? How can you bring me in Cape Town when there's no water? You know? And God is like, no, I want to be busy with you. So my point is, success and prosperity is different from how God defines it. And the, the, what I love about God is one of the things I was talking about Sunday months back was even then, even when we make the wrong decisions, like I normally do. God never leaves us nor forsake us. Amen. He comes where we are, and then he's like, come, turn this way, turn this way, turn this way, turn this way. And that's what God does. But our, can we then listen? Can we then open our ears to heaven? That heaven, what do you want to do with my life? Amen, Bazalwan. Next slide, A.V. I uh, need to just keep track where you are, 29.9. So carefully follow the terms of this covenant so that you may prosper in everything you do. Next slide. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 9. These commandments that I give you today are to be in your hearts. Say hearts. Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. And I think I know we know this word very well. Above all else, guard your heart. So when you meditate, what happens is you sow a seed in your heart. When you meditate, so what is meditation? Meditation, you look at something, you process it, it stays in your mind, you talk about it, that's meditation. Then after that, because you've meditated, everything you do, will be based on what you are meditating. Amen. There's a guy who was saying, if, if you know how to worry, you know how to meditate. Amen. And I was like, oh, and, oh, oh, now, oh, I've been meditating then. You know, so when you worry, you process it. How did this happen? How could it have happened? Oh, that's why she did that. Oh, that's why I'm still single now. Oh, and then you're like, ah, 
let me buy a bigger car. You know, but point is, when you meditate, you process that worry. That's why that, 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 oh, we can solve it, that, that, that. Then, that's worry, and that's meditating. And then now, you store that in your heart. Now, what you've stored in your heart will determine how you act. So, it's the same thing with worry. If you worry that you are going to lose your job, what are you going to do tomorrow? You're going to even bring coffee. Manager, do you want coffee? Yes, coffee. Manager, can we go out for lunch? Why? You are worried. The next thing, you're spending money you're not supposed to be spending. Because why? You think you are more worried. Are you with me? So this is, med- this is what meditation does then. It changes how we do life. So th- there's a friend of mine who I don't like much, but he speaks the truth. He says, if I want to see your life, if I want to know if you're reading the word, I'll look at how you live your life. Because how you meditate will determine what you do with your life. Will determine how you respond to situations, how you respond to that taxi driver when he comes in front of you and what you're going to say after that. You know, so, 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 so that's what meditation does. It guides us and it helps us to live and it, it navigates us to the destiny that God has called us to live. And my prayer this morning is that may we grasp that understanding and meditate on the word of God. If we are going to live in our destinies, if we are going to live in the promised land, this is the lifestyle we need to live. This is a, it's a lifestyle. Meditation is a lifestyle. It's who we are. You don't meditate, you slowly die. You meditate, you become more alive. You become more of who you are. Amen. There's a, the, the next slide, A.V., there's a quote by Justice Kojo Bentil where he says, to work out your salvation, you must get on the word daily. You must be fed with the word of God. You must continue in the word and endeavor to grow in it. Get on the word daily. Meditate on it continuously. Let it be a very part of your life. Proverbs 23 verse 7, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So meditation, it leads us to action. It leads us to action. It leads us, how, how are we studying? Are we anxious? Are we panicking? But if we are meditating, the peace of God fills us during that time. There was a time uh, my wife was studying, and um, so we prayed and we trusted God, and she was writing everything in one week. And to bring you in her context, she's married with one husband, hallelujah, and she has two children. So now if you understand that context, you can, you can imagine, and she has a three and a four-year-old, so it's not that easy, you know. But I remember one of the prayers we prayed was, as you go and study this thing you are studying tomorrow, may God show you what you need to study for tomorrow's paper. God does that. God does that. The day before you write, the Spirit leads you, check that. Check that also. Check that. And that exactly happened. When she wrote the following day, all that, there were things that she did not study building up to that paper that she only saw the day before. And those things came out on paper. Now, as a good husband, I had to take the credit. That love, <laughs> love, I said, let us pray and trust God. And look, because of what I said, God came through. You know, so, so as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. She could have chose to stay in frustration or panic. I've got four children, I've got this, no, 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 no. But you trust God and you do what you have to do. You do the best you can do and meditate on his word. When the Bible says peace that surpasses all understanding, you stay there, and you're like, Lord, thank you for this peace. I don't know how it's going to come, but I thank you for this peace. That's meditation. I thank you for this peace. I will start the Father in the meantime, and peace will find me. And you keep speaking this peace, and that peace just comes. Amen. So what do we need to do moving forward? Because if we are going to get into the promised land, church, this is very critical 
to the life of a believer. This is very critical to the life of a believer. I was, I, I was, I was privileged uh, this week uh, where my daughter is coughing a lot at night, and it's been happening this thing for two weeks. And uh, she's still recovering even now. So we've been giving uh, her medication. And on this specific night, I was like, you know what? I'm going to lay hands on you. And so I'm, I'm still growing in this laying of hands and healing and trusting God. I'm growing in this whole healing. Uh, what God is doing about healing, it's new to me. And I lay hands on her, and she doesn't cough that night. So I wake up. Yeah, amen. <laughs> so I think the reason I didn't say amen, I think I'm still figuring it out. That Lord, you did it, hey? You know? So I wake up in the morning, and I ask my wife, did she cough? And she said, she didn't cough. I'm like, oh, Lord, you did it, huh? You did it. So I pray again before she sleeps, and she didn't cough again the day, day two. So this is, so, so my point is, when we then meditate on the word and we apply it, when we see it happening, we get more excited that, oh, it works, you know? And then you go back, and then where's that Bible? And then you look at it, you know? And then you go at the back, where is healing? Let's talk more about healing, you know, and then you will see here your concordance where it's all about healing, and then you go to the healing scriptures. And then she coughs again, and you're like, the devil is a liar, and you lay hands again. <laughs> and the next thing, and the next thing after that, she coughs, and you're like, but you are healed, because this is what the word is saying. Yeah. So when we meditate, when we do the word of God, yeah. we see results, yeah. it excites us. Amen. But if we don't meditate, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. So as a result, you can never come to a place where you experience God for yourself. And my prayer is, may you see God for yourself. May you see, I wanted a picture of this word having legs and arms walking. That's the picture I have that it is alive. When you read it, when you open your Bible, it's like it comes out. That's what happens to me when I read the word. And my prayer is, as you go through the meditation process and studying the word of God, may you see that for yourself. Because once you see the word for yourself, no one can tell you that God does not exist. Because you know deep down in your heart, man, you saw God healing. And you were there and you prayed and you saw that. You saw God providing when there was no room for any provision. And God made means. So my prayer as we go through this point is for you to see God for yourself. And the only way to see God for yourself it is to obey his word, meditate on his word, and do his word. Amen. Next slide, AV. So what do we need to do? Four things we have to do, church. Say four things. Joshua 1, 7 to 8. The first one, we have to be careful to obey. Now, I'm going to break this down further just now. We have to be careful to obey. What does being careful mean? It means you need to ask yourself in every situation, am I obeying the word? Am I obeying the word? Okay, my mother just called me now. Uh, she wants me to go home. Should I, will I obey the word? Should I obey the word? Did I obey the word? Okay, I didn't obey the word. You call, I apologize, I should not have talk, spoken like that, then I'm obeying the word. Are you careful? We have to be careful. We need to continuously ask ourselves, am I obeying the word? Tomorrow, I'm going to work, I get there on time, or I don't get there on time, and it's becoming a frequent thing, this thing. You are late, you ask yourself a question, am I obeying the word? I think in every situation, in every circumstance, am I obeying the word? Be careful to obey so that you may be successful wherever you go. You are trusting God for promotion at work. Jesus, Jesus, promotion, promotion, but you are late now and again. You are always late. And God is saying, I need to teach you how to be on time first before we open that post for you. Be careful to obey the Lord. Number two, do not turn to the left or to the right. That's number two. And sometimes it is so easy for us to turn. 
I think I, I've fell on this trap many times, and I will tell you how. You are in a situation, who do you call first? Pastor Wing. Pastor, this is happening now. What do you think I should do? And Pastor, I cannot pick up the call. The next thing, Dogos on what should I do? John, what should I do? The next thing, you do that thing, and you lose track. Sometimes it may be on point, but what I'm getting here is, first, you start from the word. You take from the word. Then you call pastor. Pastor, I feel like this is what God is saying. And then you keep going with the word of God. So do not turn from the left or to the right. Number three, always on your lips. Always on your lips. There's a friend of mine, a uh, friend of mine all the time. I think we should have friends ministries, uh, friends church. But there's a friend of mine, uh, every time I meet him, he attends another church. And every time I meet him, he would be like, I'll ask him, uh, how are you Nkosi? And he would be like, Nkosi Nati. So Nkosi Nati means God is with us. How are you? So, guys, this is a true story. And this, this happens mostly on our faith mission churches where Nkosi Nati, God is helping me. So he says Nkosi Nati. So his name is Nkosi and his child is Inam. So I'm like, okay, Nkosi Inati, Inam. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I decide to make fun of it. Because I think he makes it sound so good. So I'm like, okay, my name is Sonwabise, so it means make us happy. My wife's name is Ndando, God's will. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I meet him. Sobs, how are you? Uh, God's will is making us happy. How are you? You know? So, so I'm like, okay, fine. Let's just keep going with this thing. In Kosinati, God's will is making us happy. He draw, so we are on fire. So until I began to understand, and it was only this year, that he, he was declaring and he was speaking what he's meditating on. He, what he's meditating on. Even though we can be in a trap of being too religious. But I began to understand that he was declaring what he wants to see and what he's meditating on. Yeah. So he's meditating on the fact that God is with him. So what is he doing? In his lips, that is what he is talking. Amen. So we have to keep this thing on our lips. And it is not a, a issue of you are too religious, you are too spiritual. It is what the word is saying. Yeah. You speak the word, and then you will prosper and be successful. Amen. This a, a week ago, I was talking with my wife, and we're talking about business, how uh, things are not going as we had thought. And at that time, and I thank God for preparing this message, because at that time, every time I finished a sentence, I was like, but I'm trusting God. This is happening, that is happening. They said that, he said that, he didn't do that, but I trust God. That was all right. So, because you are meditating on the word, what is the last statement you are saying on that situation, it's the word of God. It's the word of God. So hence I was saying, it doesn't dismiss the reality. But that's not where we focus. We share the story. Man, exams are tough. But I know the Lord will never leave me nor forsake me. You don't know how God is not going to leave you in exams. You don't know how he's going to do it. But you just know his word because you are meditating on it. You know that the Lord will not leave me nor forsake me. Because you know that. So... So hence the Bible says, always on your lips. Yeah. Talk about it. Yes. Uh, when, when we sometimes meet with couples, with my wife, one of the questions we like to ask is, what is God doing in your life? Because sometimes we meet as friends, as couples, as business people, and we talk more about uh, challenges we're facing, the good things that are happening, maybe, but most of the time is, yo, that happened, that did not happen, this is how Jim is. We praise God. And I was like, no, man, we need to get past that. Yes, let's talk about that. But what is God doing in your life? Because it is at that time when you talk about what God is doing in your life, where life comes in. So always on your lips. Always on your lips. And the last one, meditate on it day and night. So I've made it easy for us. So I've created my own version. Next slide, A.V., so that we can hopefully take this home. We have to tod the word. Say tod. Now, if you see tod there, 
it means, one, you think about the word, you talk about the word, you obey God's word, you do the word. So I was privileged to Google Todd. And I think Todd was spirit-filled. Amen. It has to. So I Googled it. And I was looking for descriptions. Could there be any ungodly description on Google? <laughs> because I remember in our time, a Todd, a Todd. Uh, so a Todd, it's what uh, they use uh, in our culture and close, I don't know, in other cultures for brandy. That small thing. It taught, oh, you know it? I didn't know it. Well, I didn't know it. I don't know how you knew it, but hey, I'm joking. <laughs> but so, so we have to taught the word, church. And may, this is what we need to take home today. That for us to leave our destinies, for us to live in the promised land, we have to taught the word. We have to think about the word. We have to talk about the word. We have to obey God's word and do the word of God. Next slide, A.V. So I created a version here. Man, it, it's not showing up, but uh, praise the Lord. So the version I then created, can you go to an, a slide where it says Joshua 1, 7 to 8? Probably a slide just before that. Yeah, that one. So what I then did, I said, be strong and very courageous toward the word of God that you may be successful Wherever you go, then you'll be prosperous and successful. So I created an, my own version where you just shrink the Bible, few words, taught the word, and is it showing now? Oh, there we go. Be strong and very courageous, taught the word of God, that you may be successful wherever you go. The last slide, the book of Psalms. So, church, I am wrapping up. But the heart for today's message, it is more of for us to live the life that God has called us to live. We have to meditate on the word of God. We have to talk about the word of God. And we have to think about it. Psalm 112 says, they will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure. They will have no fear. In the end, they will look in triumph on their foes. Mazalwane, the word of God is our greatest asset. Yeah. And that's why I brought this Bible. I don't know if you have a Bible, but I'd like to encourage you to have your own Bible. Amen. The word of God is our asset. If we are going to live in this world, this is how, this is where the best life is. We are not victims of circumstances. We define circumstances. It doesn't mean circumstances are not there, but we define circumstances. And yes, we do feel the pain. I know that. We do feel the pain. We will be, be, we will be betrayed. We will face everything that Jesus has, has faced. But because of the word, because we meditate on the word, the word will seal everything up. Can we stand as I wrap up? So, as we rise, may we always remember, church, that the word of God is alive. It lives and through meditation, it draws us to worship. Through meditation, we are able to pray without ceasing. Through meditation, we are able to give thanks to God and saying, Lord, I see things aren't going well now, but I know you'll never leave me nor forsake me. Sometimes we can be caught in the business of life or the business of being in the promised land. We get in the promised land, we get to our destinies, we are so caught in the business that we don't want to mess things up. And then we forget the key principle of our lives being sustained there. It is meditating in the Word. 
Just because we write exams doesn't exempt us. Just because you have a busy lifestyle, it doesn't exempt us from meditating on the Word of God. All of us. When the Bible says the same power in me is in you, it is through the Word. And my prayer is, may we fill our thoughts with the thoughts of God. And that the only way to know those thoughts, it is through the Bible. Toward the Word. Be careful to obey the Word. How you treat people, how you love on people, how you are serving, do the Word. I am tired, I've been doing this thing all my life. Is it in the Word? Do it. I have been forgiving all the time. The Word says 77 times. You keep forgiving. Because it's in the Word. Because this thing is about you and the Word. It is not about you and the other people. It's about you and the Word. It's about you and your destiny in the Word. I have been serving all the time. They don't do that properly. I keep, keep doing it. The Bible says the greatest amongst you will be a servant. That's what the Bible says. So because you meditate on that, you just keep serving. I've been, say, I've been forgiving you for the same thing over and over again. Keep forgiving. Hallelujah. I've been too patient. I've been telling you by this time, this must be done. It's still not done up until now. I'm losing my patience. Love is patient. Hallelujah. So this morning, I want us to do a recommitment. We're going to do a recommitment this morning. Some of us do not have, do not have this in our schedules. Some of us, we read on the way home, on the way to work. But today, I want us to make a recommitment, church where you commit in your heart what time are you going to set aside to read the word of God? What time are you going to set aside? And with our eyes closed, I'd like for you to look at your heart right now. That Lord, what time can be best? For, even if it's 30 minutes, Lord, show me that time, Father. Show me that time, Lord, where I can open your word. Show me, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because this is between you and the word and what God has in store for you. Thank you for tuning in. For more messages like these and other resources, you can visit our website at enderban.org. Remember to subscribe to our podcast channel to stay up to date with the latest sermons. Be blessed.